drunk in the trunk episode of <laughs> We Only Look Thin. Wow. I, I'm Catherine Weigel. Uh, I have lost 145 pounds. Yeah. I still have junk in the trunk. Yeah. Okay, maybe I should have wordsmithed this a little bit better. Who's with me today? This is Donald Hello. Weigel. They call me Mr. Junk in the Trunk. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Uh, I have lost about 100 pounds, and together we make We Only Look Thin. We do, and uh, this is another episode where we are going to jam-pack your emotional trunk yeah. with lots of tips and tricks about managing uh, your impulses around being in a car. Exactly, and it's also an episode where we've named it after a movie that I have not seen. I haven't seen it either! <laughs> Yay! I have not seen Gone in 60 Seconds. I believe it was about car thieves. I think Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie were in it, but I did not see I it. I thought it was a Fast and the Furious movie, isn't it? No, no, no. It's totally separate. I believe it was about car thieves. I think so, but uh, yeah, I love talking about things I, I didn't even seen. bother to look up the synopsis yeah. online to, to talk about to, it. When we would do episodes and we would base it on movies we hadn't seen, he would be like, well, the, the first movie was made in 1942 with uh, Cecil B. DeMille. Is the blah, 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 blah. Oh like, my god! He would totally no, but you would go into it. I'm like, wow, you're going deep into yeah. the backstory. But, yeah, but um, we're not we're not doing that. This no, time. but you know how there are certain dad jokes, like you know, like oh, working hard or hardly working. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, in a recent episode, you were talking about how people are like, yeah, well, birthday cake calories don't count. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's my new my new character. Uh, but I. Will often say, this is embarrassing, but here we go. You're going to learn a little bit about me. Yeah. Someone will be like, oh, food. And I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, more like gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> 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 like, but that's like my back pocket, like, get it? Like the movie, because it's, it's about yeah. food and it's gone in 60 seconds, but instead of a Mustang, it's a churro. Like, I think the audience has it. I think they get it. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to own who I am because at this age, there's no yeah. going back. So no, I'm just, just going to be just who I am. Be the best Catherine you can be. Yeah. Sorry. Actually, you know, not sorry. I'm perfectly happy. You can listen to another podcast. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, please but don't. don't. But do don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Keep listening to this one. We appreciate you. So uh, we did a recent episode called Road Scholar. Oh, yeah. Uh, where we talked Very about clever title. Road trips. And this uh, this is another kind of road trip, but it's a road trip around town. Yeah. Uh, which is a different kind of road trip. Now, I have not yet gone on my road trip, uh, so we still don't know how that's going oh to yeah go. i wish i could say <laughs> yeah we my... said we were going to give you an update about how that went but it actually hasn't happened yet Honey, we're... i'm home a little uh, little behind the scenes sometimes we record these episodes on the same day this whole episode's out of order this whole courtroom's out of order you can't handle the truth yeah oh no i yeah. wish i hadn't seen that movie but yeah anyway uh but yeah gone in 60 seconds uh what are cars to us? I will tell you, Donald, you don't even have to answer this. Sometimes I throw questions at you. <laughs> There's so many answers to what are cars to us. <laughs> no, but sometimes I ask you a question and then we'll pause and Don's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I don't know. what. Well, how does this relate so to weight loss? I'll rhetorically ask you uh, this question. What are cars? I'll tell you what cars are. Oh, please uh, do. <laughs> some call them voitures <laughs> for our French listeners. Yeah. Uh, but some, some say vehicles. <laughs> Pickles. Yeah. Um, cars are a symbol of freedom. Ooh. <laughs> the promise of adventure. Yeah. And 
Uh, in my case, a fantastic place to secret eat. Oh yeah. Have you ever done that, Donald? Sorry, yeah. I'm actually asking you this question. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have secret eaten. I was trying to figure out whether it was secret eight. Secret, <laughs> secret <oot>. eaten. <laughs> yeah, secret oot. I like to oot, oot oot. Yeah, definitely. Like I, uh, I have a thing for certain fast food items, which I won't necessarily mention so that I don't have our listeners craving them. But yeah. Well, I don't know if anybody else but you craves. An egg salad sandwich from a rest stop. It's you so, talked about it on the last episode, so I you've know, already outed yourself. I know, like gas station, Seven Eleven. Like it is probably by most people's standards the lowest of the low. Like it, you're taking your life in your own hands when you have it. But I love a gas station egg salad sandwich. There was uh, maybe a few weeks ago, a month or two ago, you were working on a distant location and had to drive home, and the next day or the whatever. I got in your car, and there was that plastic triangle. Yeah. That plastic triangle that could only mean <laughs> egg salad sandwich. And yeah. I was like, you know how, like, someone has a bender and, like, there are alcohol <laughs> bottles all over the floor? Have, like, and I was like, For me, it's that plastic triangle. Ooh, somebody had a night. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up full of regrets and, <laughs> <laughs> and mayonnaise. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I didn't mean it. I was like, all right, he's a grown up. He oh, had my a- goodness. It was just one I egg salad. I enjoyed every sandwich. bite of that thing, too. But it's his thing. But yeah. that's fine. Have your thing. Yeah. Um, but we have many things. And an occasional egg salad sandwich is not why Donald weighed 100 pounds more than he did. Oh, no, no, no. No, no it is not. Um, but uh, today we are going to talk specifically about the damage we do in cars that is not under our liability insurance. Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to talk about the three kinds of ways you might use your car. Uh, oh. Against your goals. Yeah, there's three of them. There's three. I mean, there's probably more, but what are you going to do? Uh, there is the the errand running car usage or abusage. Yeah. There is the uh, to and from work. Oh, abuse. yeah. That's a big one for me. And there's going to the grocery store. Oh, Those yeah. are the three kind of danger zones uh, that we are going to talk about today. So I know for me... Work, working nine to five. We've already talked about that. But before you get to the office, there's that delightful time when you're by yourself and you can do a lot of damage driving in the car to work. Yeah, like I don't want to steal your thunder, but I know you've talked about many times about how you would buy, like stop and buy bagels like for the, for office, the office, but you would also get like, what was it, a bagel sandwich or something in the I morning? I would probably get a bagel a bagel sandwich and then I would get uh, a, a baker's dozen, which is a 13th bagel that then I would also eat that. Uh, but then they might also throw in some donut holes. Yeah. I might just get some extra thing to have on the way. Yeah. And then you would get to work and then, you know, no one had seen you eat that other stuff. Yeah. So then you would eat like one of the bagels. Oh, should that we you, say 9 a.m. You... for bagels? Oh, yeah. sure. I'll be hungry by then for sure. Yeah. But I would toss out the uh, packaging of the bagel sandwich that I would get in the parking garage. Uh, there was also me stopping. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about food in this episode. So yeah. uh, watch out. Uh, there was also a McDonald's on the way to work where I would get my breakfast sandwich. There was also a donutery at and, one and point. Like, I had no idea this was happening. There were there was a time where I would have said, oh, yeah, Catherine and I haven't been to a McDonald's in like 15 years. And in yeah. the meantime, you were stopping at McDonald's on the way to work. Yeah, but also there was the me waking up in the morning 
as soon as I could stand up because my feet hurt so bad, I would, you know, stumble into the kitchen to get a Cliff Bar, which was already starting the day off with 270 calories. Yeah. Um, so there were so many food opportunities, secret opportunities on the way to work. And I think I calculated recently that I could average a 4,000 calorie day. Oh, yeah. And nobody knew. Yeah. Like, why? Catherine, y'all eat her salads. Y'all eat salads. Yeah. How- and if n- everyone knows, if no one knows about your calories, then they don't then they count. Don't count yeah. it must be my thyroid it, it must, must be. be but then also there was the you know leaving work in the afternoon to go pick up our daughter and being kind of hangry yeah and like oh bah, and going to pick her up and then getting home and then being starving by the time i got home and right. then making really calorically promiscuous and dangerous choices when i got home and guess what i have learned i'm a grown-up who is capable of making grown-up choices and yeah. not being a victim to my nine-to-five lifestyle? Yeah, and I used to do something similar. You know, I would uh, I would eat food at work, obviously, because I was there all day, and then um, for a while, and I think they they do again. Um, you know, Burger King had this like veggie burger thing, and there was this drive-through Burger King on my way home from work, and I would stop, and I couldn't just have the burger; I no. had to have fries or onion rings. Got to make or it worth the something while. like that, and and then eat that, and then come home, and then have dinner on top of that. Yeah, <laughs> why? Oh, why? Eat, eat the burger on the way home in the car, and then uh, eat eat the food when I got here too. Yeah. So guess what? Like I said, oh, you already knew because I already said it. We're grownups. Yeah. And those caloric choices add up day after day. There was no surprise that I was 145 pounds more than I am today because I made every day a mystery in terms of my hunger. Right. And I paid a high price for that. So guess what? I don't stop. And I know I work from home now, so it's different. But Monday isn't a great day to start with a giant breakfast sandwich that's super indulgent right. and secret eating. So at this point, maybe we'll start with a tip. Make it a special day yeah. that you maybe have a single indulgence. If you're going to have, you know, you love your breakfast sandwich, make it Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day is a hard day. Right. Got to get through the day. One day a week, I stop for a treat. One week, it's a bagel. One week, it's McDonald's. You can still have it as part of your life, but not every day. As we have said before, each day is 14% of your week. And if you're getting tanked up seven days a week, you're going to pay the caloric price for that. And I've talked about this a lot on this show, but it's really a cause that is near and dear to my heart because I am convinced that it's it's really been the key to my being able to lose the weight and keep it off is that I used to, whether I admitted it to myself or not, I would self-sabotage myself all the time. And I would look for excuses to overindulge. And so actually really setting an intention for my indulgences rather than just, you know, willy-nilly eating whatever, whenever, just because I was, you know, five minutes away from home and suddenly I let myself get hungry has really been one of the keys to doing this, actually really mindfully doing it 
and not making up an excuse, not lying to myself that that I deserved this treat or that I had to have it or that I was too tired to do something else, but actually really making an intention and doing it within my plan really does make a huge difference in in really sticking to a plan and being able to do this. Well, and two, you know, I know I just said maybe plan an indulgence for Wednesday, but having an indulgence in the middle of the week, honestly, is not a great plan for me. Yeah. When I save an indulgence for the weekend with other people, I feel so much less judgment or shame about it. So now I we I stopped going to McDonald's for years, and it was only a few months ago that I realized I could go and get a happy meal yeah. with our daughter and not secret eat it. And now it's just sort of a part of something we do if we're in a rush or if it's a weekend or something like that. We will go and get a purposeful breakfast sandwich or something. But I do it with other people, not in secret, not in shame. Another thing to do is just to have a simple policy. I do not stop for bagels. I do not stop for donuts. I do not, when I go to Starbucks, I pre-order a coffee and that's all I get. If you make it and like, well, I'm here, it's National Donut Day. No, you don't, that's not a holiday you celebrate. Like, don't do that. I used to do it every single day and it's not a celebration if it's an everyday occurrence. So just have a simple policy of I do not stop for treats in the morning. I get a coffee and that's all I get. Another one is have a ritual of something that you have when you get to the office. I get Jimmy Dean sandwiches now, probably the same amount of calories as an Egg McMuffin, but not the hash brown and the orange juice and the apple pie and the whatever. Like, I can still have a breakfast sandwich at the office, but just plan for it and have it there instead of that secret transition time in the car where you're not even really paying attention to it. Yeah, for sure. Also, before you leave work, and this is something that I had to learn for myself too, was instead of getting hangry on the drive home and either stopping for fast food or, you know, getting home and then having something that you're going to regret, eat a high protein snack before you leave work, like 20 minutes before so it has time to sink in. Have a miniature protein bar, 140 calories. Have a couple of hard-boiled eggs. Have 100 calories of nuts or something like that to fill you up before you hit the road. Because if you hit the road hungry, the road is going to hit you. Yeah. Here, I got in my joke. I had that as a joke on the last episode and I didn't use it. Yeah, the, don't let the road trip trip you. No, exactly. Oh my gosh. I No apologies. This yeah. is what you get. But but in, in all seriousness, I used to do this all the time. And, you know, they always say that there's a, you know, tip of don't shop hungry, don't grocery shop hungry. And I, they, they say that though, so that you're not overspending money. But for me, the trick was, and I use trick in air quotes, I used to trick myself, you know, kind of intentionally, more than kind of intentionally, into having no choice but to eat something when I was on the road that I knew I shouldn't be eating because I was 100 pounds overweight and I didn't want to be 100 pounds overweight, but I was giving myself no choice but to eat it because I wasn't planning and I was doing that on purpose because I wanted to eat junk food while I was out. I wanted to eat fast food while I was out. I wanted to leave myself no choice and 
I was lying to myself by telling myself that, oh, I'm so hungry, I wasn't expecting to be out for this long. Oh, I can't believe grocery shopping's taking this long. I'm stressed out or whatever. I just need to stop and have this fast food treat right now. And I did it over and over and over again for so much of my adult life and was 100 pounds overweight, had type 2 diabetes, and it was largely from lying to myself and really setting myself up for failure in that way. So speaking of grocery shopping, like Donald said, do not go hungry. Do not go into that dark night because you know what is going to happen. Have a policy of no indulgent random treats at the grocery store. I know we're, we're, we're out of the car and we're in the grocery store right now, but it, I promise it'll come back. You know, don't get the samples. Nobody needs the samples. You're a grown-up. You don't need to squirrel around for free food. Like, you're a grown-up. And and also, you know, it could be triggery, too. Like, sometimes I would have a particularly tasty sample, and then it would just make me want to eat more. Like, I generally speaking try and and eat really not boring foods, but things I know aren't going to really trigger me during the early part of the day. Because once I start, I find it really hard to stop. Yeah. And don't you know, pick up that impulsive, like, ooh, should I get a chunky candy bar? Should I get the Toblerone? No, you shouldn't. Like, just like you don't let kids get a toy every single time you go to the grocery store, don't buy that indulgent treat that you know you put on the top of the grocery bag. Oh, no, I'll just set it on top. I don't want to get crushed. Like, and you know you're going to just eat that. Don't do it. Have a policy. You know, it's that malice of forethought, like, oh, will I? I'll save the candy bar for later. There's no later. You know you're not going to do that. Yeah. So now we're, we're rolling the grocery cart out toward the car, and you have a choice to make. Oh, well, I will put the groceries in the back seat. I will, oh, are the bugles on top of the grocery bag in the yeah. back seat? They have a new pepperoni flavor. Oh, or, do or I? did I put them in the passenger seat next to me on the way home? Well, I'm, you know, I should really try it to make sure it's not yeah. poison. Because if it's not good, gosh darn it, I'll take it back into the store. That's right. Said no one ever. Yeah. So I have a policy. Absolutely no food in the car. Like, put it in the junk in the trunk. See? I brought back junk ah, in the trunk. We only live in dot com. Or else that food will be gone in 60 ah, seconds. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. We brought it full circle. Oh, my gosh. We're amazing. Um, So, put the food in the trunk. You got a roll of toilet paper? You got some some paper towels? Put those next to you. If you want to check the soft ply of the toilet paper, do that while you're driving. Yeah, do not yeah. check the flavor of the pepperoni If you bugles. don't put that food in the trunk, then you'll have junk in your trunk. Exactly. Or Sque- something. Squeeze that Charmin. Oh, yeah. That's squeeze much better. It. Um, but so that's what you do. And also, what if... You know what? I'm actually hungry when I'm in the car driving somewhere. Yeah. What do I do? I don't know. You so, spiral out of control, I guess. No. Oh, um, no. So at that point, you keep some non-triggery snacks in the glove box. Ah. Now, you might be saying, because I used to do this, I would put delicious roasted salted peanuts. Uh, not just like in the glove box. They would be in a package. It wasn't just like a- <laughs> Just like roasting loose, chestnuts. Just loose in there, like <laughs> rolling around. Um, but 
I realized that those were way too satisfying and they were hyper palatable, as they say in the industry. Yeah. So I bought really boring, unsalted cashews. Yeah. They're filling. They're fine. They're not something I want to eat a ton of. I keep gas station egg salad sandwiches in my glove. <laughs> oh, that answers a lot of questions. Um, I don't feel so good. <laughs> license and registration. Oh, my God. And what's that? Sir, please step out of the car. Yeah. Um, but keeping something that is fine to eat but not super delicious, keep it in the glove box. Um, they have 100-calorie uh, packs of unsalted nuts, so I do that. And if you're telling me, because someone, someone has actually said this before, but can Catherine, if it's in my glove box, I'll just end it. Um, they, they said <laughs> wait, wait, maybe say that in English. <laughs> uh, some people have said that they cannot moderate snacks in their glove box. Oh, okay. So here, here's an idea. One. Yeah. You keep one, uh, not one nut, but like one 100-calorie pack. Then you can't do any more damage than that. Or keep things in your trunk. Keep, you know, you've got your emergency kit in the trunk, whatever. Keep a couple of 100-calorie packs in the trunk that you can go to. And you know what? I'll say it at the beginning here. I know this isn't the beginning. It's the end. But Catherine, I'll just eat it anyway. Okay, fine. You're just going to eat all the food. Fine. Don't make any changes. Set yeah. yourself up for failure and go and get your Big Mac. Fine. Like, you get to own that. If you don't want to make a change, you don't have to make a change. Fine. Yeah, and, and I don't want to derail what you're talking about, but that that brings me back to the the me stopping at Burger King on the way home and getting that veggie burger and whatever. Like, if you're driving home from work the same way all the time yeah. and you're driving past the same fast food place and every time you see it you're pulling yeah. into it change what you're doing there is a point at which it is on you and usually that point is from the very yeah. beginning oh is there a Kentucky fried chicken on this route it's not a surprise if you're driving past the same places and making the same choices all of the time Change up your route on the way home. It might take you a little longer to get home, but maybe you're not going to stop then and eat that food. And hopefully you're not going to find a different place to drive by on the way. But really, like, not really setting yourself up for failure. At that point, you're just sabotaging yourself by doing the same things over and over again. Well, and we have growth mindsets now. We try to come up with solutions. And I think like Donald said on uh, the last episode, I think, was like, we're in a position now where if we call ourselves on our actions, yeah. like, oh, I have no choice. Really? You have no choice. Yeah. You do have a choice. Like, does the car, is it Christine? And the car just drives itself into the fast food place. Like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm a victim to the haunted car. Like, no, it's you doing the thing. And for me, and this this goes with driving, wherever you drive in your neighborhood, whether you're running errands or a grocery store or whatever, you have some agency. And if you know that that is a big trigger for you, that whole out of sight, out of mind thing actually matters. When I drive home from Target, when I'm driving to Target, the KFC is on the left side of the street and it would be really hard to pull in yeah. and I'd have to cross traffic and whatever. But magically on the way home, it's on the right side of the street. So guess what I've done? I actually take a different route home. There you go. I literally do it every single time. I drive down Burbank to go to Target and then I drive down Magnolia to drive home because the only thing on the right side of the street on Magnolia is the U.S. Post Office. Please buy stamps. Support our post office. <laughs> but I literally, even now, four years later, five years later, I don't know how many, how much time it's been, 
I take a different route because I don't want that yeah. temptation of like, oh, there's no one in the drive-thru, gotta get it. And guess what? If you are going to go through the drive-thru, again, but Catherine, I have no, there's only one road in my town. Boo-hoo, and there's a McDonald's on the left and the right. Stick with a Happy Meal. Yeah. Plan for it. Don't act shocked when you're driving and you're hungry. Okay, I am going to plan for it and I am going to get the Happy Meal or the Kids Meal or the Mini Meal, whatever it is. Have a policy around it and stop acting surprised that you're hungry. Like, you're a grown-up. There's 24 hours a day. We've talked about this. You can figure it out. Yeah, and and really, you know, I used to act surprised all the time that these things were kind of happening to me when really I was doing it to myself. And I was doing it intentionally because I really like food and I really wanted... I was trying to find ways to make myself feel better about indulging in these things because I carry a certain amount of guilt and shame around all of the overeating I've done in my life. And if I could find a way to trick my conscience into thinking that I had no choice, yeah. it made it a lot easier to make these bad decisions. Well, and also, and, and this sort of ties into it, of that putting yourself in a position of being overtired and stressing yourself out. And maybe it's the situation where you're driving home from work and you have to stop at the grocery store and you're exhausted and now you've got to take all the groceries out of whatever. Set yourself up for success. If you know that about yourself, like I said, eat before you go, whether it's running an errands, going to the grocery store or leaving work, eat a high protein snack before you go. Conversely, if you get home and you're tired, and you're trying to unpack all the groceries, and you're exhausted, so you're just going to stick your hand in the, the chips that you just bought, you know, your groceries can sit for five minutes while you grab a yogurt yeah. and sit down and just eat something to take the edge off of. I did that the other day, and guess what? Nothing caught on fire in the refrigerator or on the floor, you know, with all the groceries, it could wait five minutes. Like, you're not that important. I stopped and I ate something so that I wasn't putting groceries away hangry. And Catherine has said this before, but the chances are, if you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to our show, that you have a disordered relationship with food like we do. And this takes planning. It does take some work to make this happen. This whole weight loss and fitness journey takes work but it really is about mindset and planning. And if you plan ahead and you don't allow these things to be surprises and you don't allow these things to sabotage you all the time, if you don't set yourself up for sabotage, but rather set yourself up for failure, then you give yourself a fighting chance to actually make this happen. Well, and I think, too, you know, we do that, you know, uh, we play chicken with ourselves. Is that a game? I think. Sure. Play. Yeah. But we do that thing of like, oh, well, I'm going out so I won't eat. Right. And that'll give me time. And then to, to test our resolve. Right. Test our resolve. And also, it'll get me away from the kitchen. And then I won't be hungry. And if I don't eat and if I feel that like hunger pain, that's burning fat, most definitely. Right. And I'm not getting lightheaded and whatever. But it's a lie. Like it is a lie to go out hungry and to go out, you know, just thinking you'll be able to power through. There are a lot of people with, uh, with diabetes who listen to this podcast, like including you, Donald. Including me. I listen to it as I talk. But that 
blood sugar thing is a real issue. And yeah. if you keep, you know, going and pushing yourself to the edge, thinking you're burning more calories by being stressed out, then you're going to revenge eat and you're going to magically be starving. Oh, how did I let myself get into this situation? You do it every time. And right. like I do it to myself too of that magically being starving when I get to Costco and then I've got to eat something, got to tank up, got to eat the snacks because I'm shocked again that I'm hungry. This happens every single day. It is Groundhog Day. And we can either be advocates for ourselves and take some agency in our life and set ourselves up for success, or we can continue to be victims of circumstance. And guess what? After I've heard the story five times, it's not a magical surprise anymore. Right. Oh, no, my blood sugar dropped. Oh, did it? Yeah. What a shock. Maybe you should see a doctor about that. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, you did. And you've got diabetes. I'm sorry. Sorry, Donald. I don't mean to personally. No, attack. you're good. But, like, but I still do that of the, like, oh, no, I'm so hungry. Set yourself up for success. Eat a little something that is not triggering. Have some snacks in the car that are going to set you up for success. Take a different route. All of these little choices add up. And at the end of this, if you're still like, but what do I do? I'm surprised. Why? Why are you surprised? You know that this is going to happen again next weekend and tomorrow and the day after that. How can you take some agency? How can you set yourself up for success? If you still can't find an answer to the issues that you have, give us a call. Like point out the extreme circumstance that you have that is so different and so special and unique that you just can't get past it. But my husband wants to stop for fast food. What am I to do? We told you what to do. Get the happy meal. Well, I work and I can't eat at my desk. Okay, well then keep a snack in the car. Like I've got an answer for everything. I got yeah. an answer. <laughs> and if you have an answer for everything, yeah. let us know how you have gotten through all of these stumbling blocks because we still have the same lives, the same challenges, and the same impulse for delicious food. We have just figured out ways to make it work for us instead of against us. Yes, that's why this is called We Only Look Thin. We really thin. only look thin. We still <laughs> exactly. love food. Don't be surprised by that. We And we have setbacks. There are times when we give in and we get the egg salad sandwich or whatever it is I get. All the time. Um, but we recover from it and we know you can too. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of We Only Look Thin. Donald usually finishes it up. I know. I, I know. You're it. stealing my lines I you're stealing it. my lines it feels um, weird it feels like i'm sleeping on the other side of the bed <laughs> i know it's uh it's dangerous uh so uh speaking of taking agency in your life uh you have taken some agency uh by the first step by listening to this show uh if you would like to listen to more episodes of this show they are all available wherever you found this one and they are also all available at our website, weonlylookthin.com. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on join our support group. If you're a lady, if you're a dude, <laughs> stay back. Not welcome. <laughs> dudes, it's like a bosom buddy situation. Dudes, I'm with you. Just, just you can't join our support group. That's all. But I'm here for you. They wear a wig and be like, I'm a lady. No, sorry. Um, but anyway, uh, join our support group, We Only Look Thin Place. We'll 
Cult Place. It is an online uh, accountability and support group for women based on Facebook. We do about two to three Zoom meetings a week, hour long, to review questions from members and to talk about habits. And uh, just it's a place for extra accountability. We do challenges in the group, habit challenges, that kind of thing. So if you want more information, go to our website, find out more. We've got two different subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month membership that comes with a seven-day trial to see if it is right for you. Yes, and you get direct access to Catherine Weigel, which is worth more than gold. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Um, And I married you, so I knew what it was worth. Uh, If you would like to interact with us, you can also email us to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We can answer your questions. Uh, You can give us episode ideas. You can give us tips and tricks on what you do when you're running errands, driving around town, driving to and from work, things that you do to keep yourself in check. (laughs) But Catherine and Donald, I don't have a trunk or a glove box. Change my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) If you want to email us that, you go right ahead. I drive an Indy car. Um, that's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. My job. Dale is... Earnhardt. All right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> you can also. You think Dale Earnhardt listens to the Maybe, show? I, I don't know. know. Um, it, you can also uh, interact with us on the socials uh, at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Only Look Thin. Yep. Okay. And finally. If you're feeling generous, if you feel like you've gotten something out of this episode, step on over to Apple Podcasts. Or heck, even if you don't, maybe you could just want to help out two fellow human beings. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Can you help a brother out? Um, Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps boost us in the ratings. It helps other people find us. Um, It actually really does matter. Uh, It lets us know that uh, we're making a difference in your life. So send us a uh, a few stars. That would be super duper. Please do. We really appreciate it. So even if you keep egg salad sandwiches in your glove box or your car doesn't even have a glove box, just remember that Catherine and I are an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.